Welcome back, everybody. This is Lessons from Leaders. I am Lynn Gilliland, and I'm here with Holly Dunford, who is the president and CEO for IntraHealth. And she, um, interestingly, also took over in this position or assumed this job in March of 2020. So there's some stories there. But before we get into it, Holly, I'm so happy to have you on. Thanks so much, Lynn. It's actually a pleasure to be here uh, with you today. I think uh, it'll be an interesting conversation. Thanks for having me. And uh, Polly and I um, have just been talking actually about so many subjects before we started the taping that I hope we get into. And one is that leading now, leading during the, um, through the pandemic and through all the other social changes that have been going on, um, what that's like. And so, Polly, let's just jump right in. So yeah. you started in twenty March 2020. Um, just tell us how that went for you. <laughs> well, obviously, it was. it's a really crazy time to take over an organization. Um, I assumed that I would be uh, fulfilling a CEO role with a largely external focus. And I was very excited about that external strategic and thought leadership role. Of course, during COVID, I started on March 16th, the day that we all went virtual. So I got to know the organization, everyone uh, online virtually. And I think what's incredible to me is how much we've been able to accomplish online and how it has actually flattened the organization and ensured that we connect in a more virtual and um, equal way with our counterparts uh, throughout uh, the world, really. And so I think that's been incredibly exciting. I focused, um, really, I became like chief people uh, person, chief people officer. And I was really focused on supporting our teams going through this. Everyone's going through very tough times personally in their family, trying to organize childcare, care for elders in the midst of COVID and a very challenging time period. So I'd say I went from, you know, external like thought leader, but really what we needed in 2020 was internal chief people officer. So we could support our people, ensure that we're connected intentionally. I think uh, the murder of George Floyd rocked us like everyone else, ensuring that we have an equitable, inclusive uh, environment. And they were actively dismantling um, uh, uh, structural racism was extremely important to me and to the organization and to everyone uh, that I work with. That was critical. And then I think decolonization. I think the virtual workspace has been an opportunity for us to equal the playing field. So our country leaders are playing a much more active role in the leadership of the organization. Our corporate office structure is no longer based in the U.S., but is a global workforce. And that's afforded tremendous uh, opportunities. And so, so you, the vision that you had of the job you would be doing was more externally facing probably donors and friends of intra-health and, and so, so how like, does that, how does that change your day-to-day, like what you're looking at or what is in your, what you're using your brain space for? I think in the beginning, I focused a lot more on management, mm-hmm. on connecting with people, supporting my team, but then also management, ensuring that we had really up-to-date systems mm-hmm. from finance to data to performance management all throughout the organization so that we could effectively uh, function the most effectively possible. So I spent a lot of the time internally getting to know our people, getting to know our systems, our projects, our strengths and our weaknesses. So in many ways, it was a benefit. Sure, I wish I'd been externally able to expand our network, speak on behalf of IntraHealth, but really it was 
a silver lining to be able to have that internal focus so I could connect with the people of the organization and really get to know what we're doing well, what we're not doing well, and focus on improving that. So that was that was uh, critical. So really strong management skills, I think, came into play more than I expected in this role. That's interesting. And um, and leadership, too, because you had to have a vision, right, of what it I was going to say what it would look like, but you nobody knew what things were going to look like. So leading without knowing what where we're trying to go, or maybe you would think about it differently. What comes up for you? I think a strong vision and, and an ability to inspire a team is absolute a critical attribute for um, for a leader. Uh, in the space, in any space, really. I think that, you know, my predecessor was a tremendous leader who had led the organization for 20 years. And so this represented, my arrival represented a big change in the organization. And I think that a lot was changing in the international development space as well. Decolonization. What is the role of an international organization? How do we do things more intentionally and differently to disrupt the partnership structure and power structure within the development space? We looked at that intentionally. We developed a new strategy so that we could all together uh, come together on what is our North Star as an organization so that we had a common vision of where we were headed and to inspire everyone to be working towards that goal every single day. So I think having that common North Star and this new strategy that we mm. developed together during COVID was absolutely critical. So I would say vision and the ability to inspire a team to come together to achieve a common goal is critical. And so I think we, I also use that skill during COVID as well. Yeah. I'm just trying that down because I agree with you and um, the, the bringing people together around the common vision I hear over and over. That's been so important to keep people energized and focused and not drifting away during while well, people are working remotely. And do you yourself, like, do you have an, uh, uh, see in your mind's eye where you want to go and then you hear other voices or do you start with a blank slate? So your own process and then you come together and you find the, the, the North Star. I think it's a combination of the two. I think that people want to see the vision coming from the leadership of the organization and people want to feel like they have input into that. So I do think it's a combination. And I think we had a lot of ground up uh, ideas uh, coming through various working groups. We took a long time to develop our strategy so that we can ensure that our country teams and teams throughout the world were really engaged in what is important to interrupt moving forward and what we want to focus on. And so I think it really is, is a little bit from the top and a lot from um, within the organization. And I think now we're excited about where we are and where we're headed. And that is motivating, right? And I think that often in our space, we, we derive inspiration from actually being, seeing our programs and seeing the impact of our programs firsthand. Now that we don't have that opportunity as much during COVID, I think the ability to think through really how we're going to make an impact has been critical. And then being innovative with, innovative with virtual site visits so that we can connect in a way that we didn't before and see our programs and support our programs from wherever we are in the world. It's been critical. So I'm feeling like this, that all these challenges are, you find them exciting, like, or is it, or the breaking through, I, I the, I'm getting this sense that uh, this has been like a kind of a fun time. Is that, am I getting it? Or you seem very I mean, like, we love this. 
<laughs> well, COVID's been an incredibly challenging time for, I think, the world and for for everyone, right? And so I like to look at everything from a glass is half full or what is the silver lining? And I think the silver lining was the ability for me to spend more time with my family, which is I have three daughters who are in school and the ability to spend more time with them during this critical time in their teenage years. I, that's been a gift uh, for me, the ability to be able to focus internally to the organization to get to connect with my staff throughout the world has been also a gift uh, that I think is very important. And I'm a person that likes transformation. I like building new things. Um, I think coming in and manning a tiller is not my style. I like to be able to work with the excellence mm. and and talent that's in an organization and say, wow, this is incredible. How are we going to work together to really take it to the next level? And I think that's what um, the attitude that I came in with. And I think that's helped me during this challenging time for everyone, be able to motivate and excite people to come together to move forward. So thank you for that. So I think you've touched on it, but can we just pull out a little bit um, and look at it specifically? Or what do you think, when you think about leadership, what do you think are the important attributes? And you've kind of touched on it, but I want to I wanna frame it so we can see them separately. Yeah. Well, I think before I touched on the ability to chart a course, a vision, and inspire a team to move with you, right? And I think that's critical. But part of that is supporting your team and valuing your team. And that also is an essential element. Because if your team feels like their opinion matters, that they're consulted, that they're part of a workplace where they feel respected and valued, then I think we'll work together so much better as a team. So that's critical. And then second is management. I said, I think that um, there is a lot of external facing part of being a CEO. And even without COVID, I think there is some internal management just to ensure that we're moving forward in the most effective way possible. And that could be managing with a team, of course, right? So, but I do think that having an eye on the internal health and functioning of the organization is critical at the same time, right? But I agree that a CEO's role is vision and external. Uh, but we can't forget about that internal management piece because it also involves connecting and supporting the people that you work with. This is your first CEO position? I don't remember. Yeah. Yes. What's, what surprised you? What surprised you about it? Yeah. Well, I, um, I came from a career within the U.S. government at USAID. So I had been a mission director. I had been let's say, director of the Office of HIV AIDS, which is the global HIV program for USAID. So I had led large teams, but within um, a larger uh, U.S. government uh, apparatus. And so in many ways, um, there's so many more similarities than I would have expected mm. um, uh, because you're still leading a large team. Of course, I report to our board of directors who are incredibly supportive, but very engaged as well. And so in a way, there are more similarities. How do you inspire a team? How do you lead them forward? How do you chart the vision? How do you ensure that the team is functioning optimally? All of that, I think, is quite similar. I think maybe what I've enjoyed being outside of the government is I do have more freedom. And I do feel like I feel that I have more freedom. I mean, even to speak with you today, I I, I don't have to get as many clearances, let's say, <laughs> today, which is right. actually just was was just thrilling. And I can uh, speak more freely my opinions in um, you know thought pieces. And that to me is is incredibly exciting because then I can be even more myself. I like that. I like that the, 
I was thinking the surprises would be, oh, I didn't know I was responsible for this, but I like the surprises for, oh, wow, I have way more freedom. <laughs> I didn't even realize that that was going to be possible. I like that. Um, and when you think about the trends in the sector that are happening right now, what do you think are the major trends? I think, um, you know, one trend uh, that has been happening for a long time is this focus on performance and impact, mm -hmm. this data for decision making. And I think, you know, PEPFAR really led the way in that space. And I think it's taught all of us uh, how we can uh, use data for decision making to really enhance our ability to reach the people that we are uh, serving. Uh, so that's uh, been a major focus of, of mine in the organization. And I think it's it's a focus in the entire uh, sector, which is good because it makes us be more efficient and effective uh, with our programs. I think the other one, of course, is decolonization. So what is the role of international development um, in the global health space? I think that that is a critical question that we are still grappling with. I think that it's a critical part of our strategy moving forward. And all of our country leadership is either from the countries that we are uh, serving in or it, from that region. And so they've been a key driver in developing our goals and really strategy in that space. And it's really all about disrupting the power dynamics and ensuring that we are coming in in a supportive role. We've always had that mindset at InterHealth and many of my, our peer organizations have. But I think now we're even more sensitive to how, uh, if we're not intentional, that power uh, balance could uh, be skewed. So we definitely are focused on that uh, every step of the way and, you know, transitioning and building capacity more intentionally than we have before so that our partners can become direct primes of the U.S. government and that we can support directly the government to um, enact you know, their national plans um, in the way that they would like to lead. So that's been a really exciting process to take a kind of tough and hard look at ourselves and see how we can come to the table much more intentionally in that space. It's going to be an interesting year. I mean, we're going to learn so much this year. The whole uh, decolonization or locally led development, mm -hmm. you know, there'll be some great successes and some very scary failures, but that's the only way to move forward. So I'm just, I'm really curious how, what we're going to learn and see this year. So it's going to be... Yeah. I think that's a good point is that we all have to intentionally look and, and learn and yeah. course correct in the middle if something isn't working. And I think we have to do that together. And I think this is a conversation I've also been having with our board of directors, that this is an intentional effort. Uh, this may mean that we have a smaller, more targeted role as an international organization. And I think that that is the way it should be moving forward. And I think that that's a conversation that we all need to have. And that's going to be, yeah. And that's, that's a, such a huge mind shift. So I, 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 yeah, we ought to do a, just on this topic. Yeah. Um, good. So what advice when you think of your younger self, you see yourself, little Polly, 21, 25, what advice would you give that young woman? I mean, I guess the first advice that I always give myself is to take a deep breath, right? Mm. And uh, the second advice I give to myself is follow your dreams and, and believe in yourself because you can become what you want to become. And I think that's the advice I would give myself. And I think to some degree I followed it, uh, but that's advice I would, I would give myself, like dream big and go for it. And take a deep breath from time to time, 
so you can take a step back and look at the forest uh, and not get too mixed up in the trees. Very good advice. So Polly, I wanted to thank you for being on our podcast. I know you have many other things to do and I'm so grateful that you took the time. Well, it's, it's been really fun. I enjoyed this conversation and talking about these issues, which are so relevant to all of us. So I welcome further dialogue with you, uh, my peers and other colleagues in the sector and working this all through together with you. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks everyone. See you on our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.